Welcome to Strength Talk, the ultimate podcast catered to women embracing evidence-based fitness and mindful nutrition. I'm Coach Lauren, your guide to a holistic and sustainable approach to health. Say goodbye to restrictive diets, over-exercising, and unrealistic beauty standards. It's time to discover your true potential beyond aesthetics. Join us for science-backed advice, myth-busting, and empowering stories. This is Strength Talk, where femininity meets vitality. Welcome to Strength Talk, episode one. My name is Coach Lauren. I'm so excited to be here for this episode. We're drinking some wine tonight. I'm not tipsy. I'm just very excited, okay? I have been wanting to create this podcast for literally years. And when I tell you I've had six iterations of this podcast, I'm telling you I've created six podcasts and have mapped them out of all of the things. And I finally landed on Strength Talk because I thought about initially doing like a nutrition only podcast or a strength and conditioning only podcast or like a women's only, I don't know, but, or like just talking about fitness for 15 minutes. Like there were so many things that I wanted to do, but I didn't want to put myself in a box. And there are so many things inside fitness, nutrition, and health that I am so very passionate about and that I care about. And I care about women. I care about people. And I care about giving people the right information that they need to know, not the bullshit. And so that's what you're going to get. And when I thought about this episode, I thought about this episode for weeks. When I tell you probably months, when I tell you I thought about this episode for so long and I I literally journaled back and I I looked back at old photos and old videos of myself training. I looked back at even old Facebook posts that I had from my the very early days of my fitness journey going to the gym for the first time getting my gym membership. And I tried to put myself in my own shoes when I first started. And I thought about like knowing what I know now, what would be the things in a very clear and concise way that I needed to know in the beginning and that would have made my life easier, that would have been less confusing, that would have helped me get to my goals faster and what would have quieted the noise and would have helped me stay on the path instead of like bouncing around all the time. So I did all that and then I created this podcast and I'm so excited for this episode. It is one of the best things that I've ever created. I'm so excited about it. So um, I at the end of the episode, I'm going to go over what you can get inside Patreon that's in addition to this episode. Um, and so stay tuned for that. If that is something that interests you, if you're wanting to dive deeper a little bit more into what we talked about here, you will be able to inside Patreon. So, um, and like I said, I'm taking this back from the very beginning. It's not if I were to quit fitness today and start all over. It's if if I was day one, new, beginner, what did I need to know? What did, would have made my life easier? So I am, I'm hoping that this episode is not lengthy. My goal for these episodes really is to keep the information clear, concise, informative and useful. Okay. So, um, I'm not going to sit here and talk at you for like an hour and a half. Like, no, none of that. We're not going to do that. 
I might do that if I have a guest and we kind of dive deeper into a bunch of topics. But when it comes to these, which are going to be the bread and butter of the podcast, I want to keep them to like 20, 30 minutes. No more than that. So um, let's start with exercise. I want to start with that because I feel like that is um, what a lot of people, they're like, oh, you know, new year, new me, I'm going to get a gym membership, right? That's what most people start with or they start with dieting, but we're going to start with exercise because that personally, I think that that is the best place to start. Um, and I would suggest that you start with exercise before trying to dive into nutrition. I have a new client that's with me right now and she week two into working with me, she's like, I want to dive deeper in nutrition. I'm like, whoa, 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 because if we add too many things at one time, that can be confusing. It can be frustrating. And it can feel like you're having to change everything too often all at once. And so that is my first thing for you is if you are a beginner or if you are really trying to overhaul your health, how you work out, how you take care of your body, start with one thing. Do not try and do everything all at once. You're going to get overwhelmed. You're going to get frustrated and you're going to quit before you even get started. So that's tip number one. Please, 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 for the love of God, please take one thing at a time. And we're going to start with that one thing, which is exercise. So when we look at exercise, um, you can exercise. There's so many different ways. Oh, my God. I have a preference to strength and conditioning because I am certified in strength and conditioning. I incorporate strength and conditioning with all of my clients, regardless of their goals. And it works beautifully from my 80 year old Parkinson's client who is just trying to manage his symptoms to my 22 year old new college grad who is just trying to manage life on her own. Okay. And so that is my preference. But at the end of the day, it is whatever you can stick to and is not hurting you and is actually helping in the long term. Okay. But let's say you're starting from scratch, right? Let's say you've never exercised before in your life. Okay. And you want to know where to start. Start with walking. And I really, truly mean that. I'm looking at you in the eye. Start with walking, please. Okay. Walking is one of the best things that you can do for your health. And that is not a joke. That is not, you can't really overdo it with the walking. Okay. Walking is one of the greatest things that you can do. So, what I like to start with let's say that you really have never prioritized yourself in your life when it comes to fitness. Okay. I would start with one 10 minute walk twice a week. Start super basic and then build from there. Maybe this week you did two 10 minute walks. Maybe next week you do three and then you increase. Ideally, increasing to maybe one or two 10 minute walks a day, but don't start there. We're not going to start with these big lofty goals. Start with the basics. Start with, even if, even if two sounds, let's say you have a crazy job, crazy schedule. Let's say you have a lot going on right now. Just start with one and that is totally okay. So walking is the first thing that I would start with, with any of my clients. It is what I started, uh, the client that I just mentioned, I started her out with walking. Anyone and everyone, I recommend starting with 
walking. And that could be walking outside. It's January right now. It could be walking around your house. It could be walking your dog for longer than you normally do. It could be whatever is going to be meaningful enough to you to where you're getting up and moving around for 10 minutes. Okay. I would start with two 30-minute workouts a week and do that for a month. I would choose an upper and lower body split. You could do full body, but I find that a lot of people prefer that upper lower split just because it's like, oh, I got leg day today. Today's leg day. They like to say today's upper body day or whatever. And it can kind of keep you motivated in that way. I would start with two really short workouts, four exercises, super short and sweet, get it done. And then after four weeks, after a month, increase it to three and you can change your frequency. So once you increase it to three, you could do a upper lower and conditioning day. Like you could do some intervals and some like higher intensity movements. You could do a push day, which is like shoulder press, bench press, push ups, those types of things. Push pull day, which is like deadlifts. Um, I'm sorry, let me go back to push. Push is like push ups, shoulder press, squats any sort of knee dominant exercise when it comes to legs. Pull is like deadlifts, pull-ups, any sort of pulling motion with the posterior chain. So glutes, hamstrings, uh, lower back, back, those types of things. And then a, a third exclusive leg day. I personally like that one, especially for my ladies out there who want to build the glutes. That can be very beneficial to building very nice legs. And then I would do that for another four to eight weeks. Short and sweet workouts, 30 minutes, three days a week. For four to eight weeks, you could even go 12 weeks. And changing up your your workouts every so often, doing experimenting with different exercises, and finding things that you actually like doing, also finding things that may be beneficial that you don't like doing. Uh, Bulgarian split squats are one of them. If you're not sure what that is, look up. <laughs> um, so split squats are a particularly challenging exercise for balance, um, but they're great for the glutes and the hamstrings and can even be great for the quads. But um, so I would, and then eventually you can increase to four to five days a week. But for the first, I would say, three months, even up to six months, no more than three days a week is is totally fine and acceptable for general health and also progress when we're talking muscle building, strength building, and even fat loss. Okay. So there's going to be some nuance in there as far as what I personally would do for the individual, okay? Everyone has individual goals and needs and requirements. If you look at my client roster right now and you look at everyone's workouts, everyone is going to be different. Everyone's going to be very different, actually, because everyone has different needs, they have different goals, and I'm not going to just put them on the same program and call it a day. It's not going to happen. Um, so from a coach's standpoint, There's a lot of nuance in there. If you are working on solely fat loss, you may want to focus a little bit more on walking 
than increasing your workouts. That's just an example. You may not want to do that. Depends. If you're focused on body recomposition, which we will dive deeper into fat loss and all of the these things in later episodes, but for the purposes of this episode and keeping this short and sweet, if you are looking for body recomposition, which is burning fat and building muscle at the same time, or what people call toning, I personally would work up to three days a week and add in a couple of longer dedicated walks within that time. Walking is really going to help you with body recomposition. And then if you're looking for strength training, I would definitely say three days a week, lifting pretty heavy, doing some lower reps, longer rest periods, and really just working on pushing yourself, pushing yourself out of your comfort zone and lifting those weights. There's one more thing I want to touch on with exercise-ish. And that is something, a concept called NEAT. And what it it is what professionals in this industry call non-exercise activity thermogenesis. And basically, thermogenesis is the process that the body uses to burn off energy could be fat, could be the food that you're eating, could just be processes in the body. Okay. So it's not really important what that, what thermogenesis means, but non-exercise activity. A lot of people aren't doing a ton of non-exercise activity during the day, or they do it kind of like a diet. Okay. So let's say you're on your, on your diet, you're good, good Monday through Friday, and then you go overboard Saturday and Sunday or Friday, Saturday, and you're trying to get back on track on Sunday, etc. A lot of people do their activity that way. And that is actually not super beneficial. So like, for example, you don't clean your house all week long. You kind of just come home, lay around, not do much. You don't get up during the day. You just kind of let it go, right? You don't, you don't do a ton of laundry. Well, Saturday comes around, you have that entire free day and you burn yourself out with cleaning. I laugh because I am so bad at doing that. (laughs) And I'm like, I always, whenever I find myself doing that, I'm better about it now, but whenever I find myself doing that, I'm like, Lauren, what in the world are you doing? Like, this is not helpful for our health, for our mental health, for our home. Like, we're not doing that. So, um, non-exercise activity is all of the the activity that you do that doesn't include exercise. So it could be walking to the fridge. It could be walking up and down your stairs. It could be playing with your dog. It could be playing with your child. It could be picking your child up, putting your child down, cleaning up your child's toys. It could be cleaning up your own toys. I don't know. It could be, you know, doing household chores. All of those things count towards how your overall health. And a lot of people will put it into like, oh, those things burn calories. I wouldn't really mentally think about it that way because you can also burn yourself out thinking about it that way. But what I think about it is like my a body in motion stays in motion, right? And we know that movement is helpful for our overall health and well-being. So when we look at non-exercise activity from a weekly standpoint, we don't want to wait and do all of our activity on one day and completely burn ourselves out where we're just trying to play catch up or deal with everything, you know, during the week. And we're, we're just trying to get over that day. And then we feel like we don't even have a Saturday, right? We want to get away from that. And this is where the lifestyle habits come in and are so important to your health and fitness journey and your longevity with 
fitness and feeling good, feeling active, having extra energy, those types of things. So, so now we're going to change gears to nutrition and talk about what I would do from a nutrition standpoint. Now, like I said from the beginning, if you are brand new, just starting out, I would recommend that you start with exercise. But let's say you have exercise down or you really want to get your nutrition under control. Maybe you've got some health concerns and you want to focus on nutrition. Totally fine. Or let's say you started on your on exercise and you want to come back to this episode and listen and work on your nutrition. Happy you're back. And we're going to work on some some little things as far as nutrition is concerned. So I'm not someone who thinks that tracking is for everyone. I think it can be helpful for some people. It can be complete and get completely out of control and very frustrating for others. Okay. Um, I, a lot of my athletes do track during the on season when we've got some like metrics to hit as far as their nutrition is concerned. And I'll also go over, um, athlete nutrition and programming and all of those things in another episode. So that was coming soon. Um, but for the vast majority of my clients, like I really don't think that tracking is helpful, but I do think taking recalling what you ate can be very, very beneficial. So what I like to do is I will ask my clients to do a two to three day recall for me with one of those days includes a weekend because I want to see if their diet changes on the weekend. I will have them do that for me. So I'll have them write it down, not track it in a tracking app, just write it down and not tell me how much of like to the gram, how much they ate. No, no, no. So I, so this gives me a very big indication just by that recall alone of where they're at. From a coaching standpoint, I can look at it and I can create a plan for them based on that alone. Because the first thing a lot of people will say is, I don't remember anything that I ate. And that tells me a lot about your habits with food. Because that tells me that you're not present with what you're eating. And that can be a very big problem. So what I will do is I will say, okay, let's take the next three days and I want you to set a reminder on your phone at the times that you usually eat and and write those things down, put them in your notes app, etc. And let's just get the bulk of what you eat during the day written down. Okay, so that's the first thing. So if you are someone who goes to write down what you've eaten and you cannot remember, that is where I would start. <laughs> trying to remember what you ate and trying to be present with your food. That's the very, very first thing. Before you make any changes, before you start getting crazy and cutting things out, that's where I would start. Because that mindfulness piece is going to cascade to other areas of your life. It is going to bring awareness and a sense of presence to what is happening, not only in your life, but also in your body. And it's very, very important. So then once you have that recall, right? Once we can recall the food, I would choose one thing, one 
thing to add to your daily nutrition. And when I say daily, I mean, let's, let's work with progress over perfection here. And let's say four days a week, three to five days a week as like a starting off point. Okay. So let's say you don't eat breakfast right now. Okay. We've all heard breakfast is the most important meal of the day. You need to eat breakfast, blah, blah, blah. So let's say you're someone who doesn't, isn't, doesn't get hungry at breakfast. That's me. I don't. Um, one thing that I've really been working on is trying to get protein at breakfast because that helps me with managing my nutrition for the rest of the day. Because I find if I don't start off my breakfast with protein, everything just kind of gets a little wonky and I like, I'm more often to like kind of eat things that I wouldn't normally eat that upset my stomach or like whatever. So I start with protein. I would suggest if you're someone who does not eat breakfast or you eat very little for your first meal of the day, I would try eating something that's super digestible and high in protein. That is going to be, I personally recommend milk or a protein shake. Okay. And if you're vegan or plant-based, there are plenty of pre-made protein shakes out there that are really good. They're not the most affordable things in the world, so I will say that. But um, you could also even do like a vegan protein bar, those sorts of things. I'm not even concerned what bar it is. Protein at breakfast. You could start there. You could start with just adding another protein source. Let's say you eat protein pretty much for three meals a day, but you know that you probably need more, especially now that you are strength training. Um, adding a protein source as a snack. And we'll go into protein sources. We'll go into all of that at a future date. Let's say that you don't eat a lot of fruits and veggies and you know that you need to, you've got some digestion issues and you need those micronutrients because you just really don't get in a ton. One moment, please. My dog needs to exit my office. So adding one fruit or veggie every day. We're not going crazy and going, okay, well, I don't eat any fruits or veggies. I'm going to eat one with every meal. No, we're going to add one as a snack. Or you could add one to a meal, but one. Let's start with one. Remember, we're not getting crazy. We're not doing any sort of wacky you know, extremes, we're adding one. You could, let's say you're pretty happy with your overall diet, but you tend to eat out more than you like. And from a money saving standpoint, that's what you want to do. Let's just cook one to two meals at home, more meals than we normally do at home this week. Especially if you tend to struggle on the weekends that could even include, let's take an extra trip to the grocery store on Fridays before the weekend starts and try and plan out some meals for the weekend. All in all, I would take one thing that you want to improve with your nutrition from your food recall and choosing that one thing and sticking to that one thing, working on that one thing for three to four weeks. And that seems like a long time. But I'm telling you guys, number one, we're exercising for life and we're working on our health for life. We're not working on for the temporary. 
So it's really important that we keep that in mind. That four weeks is nothing compared to the rest of your life and your health. Okay. If you hear my husband blowing his nose in the background, I apologize. Um, so that's super basic. That's where I would start with nutrition. Couple of things that I want to note here with mindset work and also reminders before I talk about what's going to be on Patreon. Number one, I tell this to my clients all the time, like constantly. And if you follow me on Instagram, you've probably heard me say this. When you ask for patience, what you get is a line at the bank. Okay. I have worked with hundreds and hundreds of clients at this point. And I can tell you right now, anytime someone signs up with me, something very disruptive in their life happens. And that's not because of me. That's because the saying, when you ask for a patient's what you get is the line at the bank, what that means is that life doesn't give you what you ask for. It gives you people, places, and situations that allow you to develop what you ask for. Okay. And so oftentimes when people start their fitness journey, shit hits the fan because he has re-entered because life is, is meant to teach us things. When we ask universe, higher power, whatever higher power you believe in, when we ask that, we are given situations that allow us to develop what we've actually asked for, right? We, it, we, if it was easy, everyone would do it, right? So we have to develop those skills. So it's important to remember that when you are given a challenge from starting something, as far as fitness is concerned, um, you're going to be given obstacles to allow you to develop that, uh, what you're trying to work towards. Okay. I said this before, but I want to say it again. Consistency over perfection is one of the best mentalities you can have when it comes to fitness. Okay. So when we're shooting, we're throwing arrows at the wall. It's okay if we hit the, if we hit it in the same spot over here. But we're consistent, right? We're consistently missing. I'm not saying you're consistently not doing what you need to do. What I'm saying is like, for example, consistency over perfection. Let's say you wanted to do two 10-minute walks per week for four weeks. Maybe you hit that three of the four weeks or two of the four weeks. But the other two, maybe you did like four five minute walks one week and like a 10 minute and then like a longer like walk with your dog that's a really bad example but you know what I'm saying like we want to focus on being consistent but not perfect if if to be honest if you were perfect you're not being challenged enough so um we want to focus on being consistent not perfect And the last one that I remind my clients of all the time throughout their fitness journey is please, please, please be patient with yourself and be patient with the process. It is going to be slower than you want. I don't care what your goals are. 
It's going to be slower than you desire. It's going to be slower than what your mind tells you you should be doing. And that is okay. It doesn't mean you're not making progress. It doesn't mean you're not going to reach your goals. It means that you need to work on being patient with yourself. So some, I want to switch gears and talk about some important reminders for those who are just starting their fitness journey. And then we'll talk about um, what you will find on Patreon. So um, number one, I highly recommend, especially this time of year, putting on blinders when it comes to your fitness journey. If you're going to follow this plan that I'm giving you on Patreon, please, please, please do not follow a million and a half different things especially if you follow someone who's like heavily promoting something it can be so confusing and fresh all of these things going on plus like on facebook for example a lot of people are posting their progress what they're doing all this other shit it is no your journey is yours alone and so putting on those blinders can be really helpful um Number two, it's okay to be uncomfortable at first. It's going to feel kind of not so good sometimes to go to the gym when you feel like you shouldn't and you when you feel like you have other things, better things to do. But going through the motion of going to the gym is incredibly important, even if it feels like super inconvenient. It's okay to be uncomfortable. It's okay to be uncomfortable while you're working out. It's okay to be uncomfortable eating things that maybe you don't really like at first. You're discovering that you don't like them. That's okay. And then but this one is kind of related to the first one. Just because someone else is doing it and seeing progress doesn't mean you should be doing it too. That includes diets that are meant for people with certain conditions. Because I feel like this applies there. Meaning keto. Keto was developed for people with medical problems. If you don't have the medical problems it's meant to treat, you don't need to be doing it. Uh, I will say that till I'm blue in the face. But a lot of people see other people doing things and they're like, oh, I should be doing that. Oh, let me stop what I'm doing and doing that. That kind of switching and that kind of like cherry picking your fitness journey and DIYing it is not going to get you anywhere, I promise. It's just not. Um, number four, write out your goals, but work in silence. I And this may not be beneficial for every single person, but I cannot explain to you how many times I've seen people post their goals, share their goals on social media, be loud and proud about it, and then they go out to eat and someone's like, oh, I thought you were on a diet. Or, oh, I thought they go to pick up something heavy and they can't lift it. And they're like, oh, I thought you lifted. Those things wear on you over time. So I like to say write down your goals, but work in silence. Uh, because you're going to have more eyes on you if you're like vocal and loud about it. It's going to be less pressure on yourself uh, if you kind of work in silence and keep you to yourself. And then finally, do not depend on anyone else to hold you accountable or to help you reach your goals. I also see this a lot where, where newbies to the gym or newbies to going to the gym by themselves will start working out with someone else. They'll have a gym buddy. And then they'll say, oh, I didn't go to the gym today because my gym buddy didn't go. Why are you depending on them? You shouldn't be. I think it's great to work out for people sometimes. But a lot of times, 
it is helpful to depend on yourself. I don't know why it does that. Well, I forgot to include what is on Patreon at the end of season one, episode zero. I'll get it together at some point, guys. So I want to talk about what you're going to get. So you're going to get two things uh, inside Patreon this week. So this podcast episode airs on Wednesday at midnight, the January 21st or 24th. I'm sorry. These freebies go live on Patreon the next day at midnight. So Thursday, January 25th at midnight. So you'll be able to download and access these two things. So the first thing is going to be a beginner strength program. This is not for those who want to use a barbell, although I include like, you know, two different options if you want to use a barbell. It's going to be a two to three day per week plan. Like I talked about in the episode, six weeks long. Uh, And then the second thing that you're going to get is a 30 day mindful eating journal that I have created by myself. And um, yeah, you'll be able to ask questions or anything inside Patreon. It's at $8.99 per month subscription and you can cancel at any time. Any um, funds from Patreon go directly to supporting the podcast and making sure that I can keep up with these. Um, So I would be ever so grateful um, with maintaining the equipment and like uh, the software and like hosting the podcast and all of those things. Um, it is not cheap and it's not free. A lot of people think it's completely free. It is not completely free, uh, to be able to do all of this. So, uh, I am so grateful for you for listening to me today. I hope to see you very, very, very soon on the next episode. Uh, and I will talk to you very soon. Bye.